talk about the big news of the day. Of course, that's Pfizer's announcement that a vaccine is 90% effective. Let's talk with Brad Longcar. He's the CEO at Longcar Investments. So, Brad, this morning, obviously, the market is totally reorienting itself around potential for now a faster reopening. Uh, how does that make sense with what we heard from Pfizer? Does it fit with you, or is this all getting ahead of our skis too fast? Hey, Oliver, it's great to be with you on such an exciting day. Uh, no, this is legit. I mean, if this was golf, Pfizer just hit a hole in one. Uh, just to give you an idea, to get an emergency youth use authorization, FDA, before all of this, wrote out ground rules and said that companies would need to have a vaccine that's 50% effective in order to get an approval like that. And so the fact that Pfizer, and by the way, their partner BioNTech, which I don't think is getting enough credit today, they're the ones who really invented this vaccine. Mm. Uh, the fact that this vaccine is tracking at 90% efficacy right now is just really beyond our best case scenario. And so I, I think that uh, it, it is a true reason to, to really exhale and, and feel good about this. Wow. Of course, it's not over. Um, there's still more steps ahead, um, and we can talk about those. But uh, but it's this is a great day, without a doubt. Now, the BioNTech CEO said that um, generally the kind of range for efficacy they were thinking about and was expected was between 60 to 70. So the fact that they're now above 90 uh, is is a huge development. What are the next steps then, Brad? I mean, is this the vaccine, the one that they saw in the study? that prevented people from getting COVID, right? I mean, that's our measurement, right? Just to be very simple here, those who took it, 90% didn't get COVID. Uh, a small, uh, it's COVID-related disease, which is a okay. little different. So okay. it doesn't necessarily for sure prevent you from getting it, but it right. prevents you from getting the sick effects. from it. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the next step. So for, for approvals, for any drug, vaccines included, there's two key parts. There's efficacy and then there's safety. So efficacy, we have a good idea of today. For safety, this is a 44,000 participant trial. And what FDA has said is before a company asks for approval, we want half of those people to at least be out two months from their second, uh, from their second dose to make sure that this is safe and there aren't you know, any uh, side effects. And what Pfizer has said is they expect to reach that mark by the third week of November. So once they do that, assuming that the safety data looks good, and let's cross our fingers that it does, then they can file for an emergency use authorization from FDA. And if FDA looks at that, it's going to be a quick review for sure. Um, we could get approval as soon as the early part of December, and this could get rolled out to healthcare workers and you know, workers at senior facilities and, and some of those, uh, you know, those groups that you'd want to get this out to the fastest. Wow. Brad, uh, what will we be looking for in terms of their communication? What's standard and what's not going to be standard here? I mean, imagine there's generally a practice and a process for setting up those distribution points and supply chains. But for this case, who do we listen to? Are we just waiting for Pfizer's word to word here or what? Yeah, well, actually, the federal government is going to take care of that part. Um, so that's part of Operation Warp Speed. They're going to so, buy up all the vaccines, yeah? Yeah, they'll, they'll, they've already guaranteed a purchase order if this gets approved by FDA. 
And then once that happens, literally the military is going to roll this out across the country. And what Pfizer has said up to this point is they have about they'll have about 50 million doses available by the end of the year. You take two doses, uh, one a shot, uh, an initial shot, and then one a month later. So that's enough for about 25 million people. And then they've said they'll have upwards of 1.3 billion doses uh, in 2021. And so that's when it'll be more widely available for the general public and around the world. And uh, it's really not gonna be Pfizer that's rolling this out. It's, it's literally gonna be the US military. Nice. All right, uh, Brad, bottom line for Pfizer is an investment. How does this change its prospects? There's a good bit of vol this morning as the shares popped, dropped a little bit. But uh, I mean, look, it's obviously a big deal for them. And even just kind of from a, uh, uh, you know, a perspective of their image now relative to uh, the marketing investors, what does this mean for them? Look, I always say the key to successfully investing in biotech and pharma is investing in the best science. And what we've seen today from Pfizer is that they're conducting the best science in the world. And so how can you argue against joining uh, a company like that? What about some of the others here? Moderna, uh, we heard messaging that uh, Moderna's potential is still there. Uh, what about Novavax? I mean, does one success story mean the other ones don't have room to take part? Or is this actually increasing the rods now if the science supports a vaccine as we see through Pfizer? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, Moderna will be the next one with a major headline like this. And their technology is essentially exactly the same. This vaccine is using what's called messenger RNA, and that's what Moderna is also a pioneer in. And so I think there's a highly uh, likely chance that their trial will look uh, just as good as this. So I, I think you can feel good about that today if you're Moderna. For some of the others, you mentioned Novavax, you know, AstraZeneca gets talked about a lot. If their bar is 90% from a competition standpoint, well, that may you know change things today. That's a really difficult bar for other technologies. The, the they have they don't have messenger RNA, and so um, I would be a little more bearish on some of these other vaccine companies today because you know 90% again is just such an outstanding result, um, and so that's going to be hard to compete with going forward. Okay, there's always you know, because of the global scale of this problem, there's gonna be room for multiple vaccines, but uh, mm. if you're too much below that 90% mark, uh, you know, that could cause some issues. So that's the standard now. Uh, if, uh, if everything goes smoothly with Pfizer, um, that's the standard that all these other vaccines are gonna measure by. And, and then just to confirm, in terms of that standard being set, is there in your mind no potential surprise here where you know Pfizer says, oh wait, actually this, or you know this down the road, or well, we had this other study too, we were doing it at the same time, and now oh, these people didn't do as well? Well, I don't think today's result was due to chance. So I don't think this will evaporate and go away, but it is important to know that it is what's called an interim look, and this study will actually go on for about a year. Um, and so it's possible that the 90% can go down a little bit as more time progresses and we get more data in. Um, but I think the verdict is out on whether this vaccine works or not. I don't think there's any way that today's result was due to chance. So I feel pretty good about that. Okay. 
Brad, always uh, great to have you here. Thanks for walking us through the details, like the point about what these other vaccine potential now, uh, what the bar they've got to reach. Good news. Thanks for being with us, Brad. Mr. Longcar is the CEO at Longcar Investment.